Hi guys, this is Regina with Chemo Glow. I know it's been longer than 16 days, but we just got through Pinktober. It was a long month for me, a lot of activities going on. And anybody knows me knows how I feel about pink, but the power of pink is very powerful. And the person you're about to listen to now is my girl, Salanya, who wears pink very well. She taught me the art of volunteering and who to volunteer for. So I hope you guys enjoy this second podcast. Let me just put a side note in here. We were enjoying our best life ever um, on a trip to Texas. And it's like two or three o'clock in the morning. And I just asked her, would she let me go ahead and interview her for this podcast? And she said, yes. Now, remember, we've been there for five days. We've done a lot, seen a lot, and really enjoyed ourselves. But guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Until next time. Hello, guys, and you're listening to Chemo Glow. Today, I have Talanya, who is actually my first guest. Um, on my podcast. I thought it would be important to have her as my first guest for so many reasons, and she has no idea what I'm about to ask her. No idea. (laughs) Um, First, let me set the scene. We have been on a holiday for, what, five days? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Five days, enjoying life, living our best life. And this is one of the places that I wanted to do her interview simply because I found myself starting to see that I could have a good life in Texas. And we'll get to that. But first, let me introduce Talanya. Hello. <laughs> so Talanya, tell me how you're connected to like the glow. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a nine-year Breast cancer thriver, survivor, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've known Regina since, hmm, good lord, 2010? 2010, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. September. Yep. Mm-hmm. I actually met Talanya on my birthday, September 22nd. It was... One of my hardest days, because I just had chemo and someone told me to go to the support group and going to the support group called the, what's the name of Sisters Network. Sisters Network. Triangle. NC. Yes. Miss Valerie. um, Worthy. Worthy was the one that, that told me that I should come out and I did. And it just happened to be my birthday. I had my twin sister with me and um, she's a waterhead, by the way. But I had my twin sister with me and they kept saying they have the right person for me to meet because I was lost in this whole thing that we call this whole breast cancer world. So tell me a little bit about how you found the sister network or if you want to share anything about, you know, when you were first diagnosed. Yeah. So um, I was diagnosed August 13th. It was Friday the 13th of twenty. 10? Yes. 2010. And um, after I was diagnosed, I um, had a co-worker to tell me that one of her friends was 
you know, diagnosed with breast cancer and she attended this support group called the Sisters Network um, in Durham, North Carolina, and invited me out to attend one of the meetings. And I did. Um, that was August. I went to my first meeting in September of 2010. Yes. Mm-hmm. And been active with them ever since. So how did they help you going through this process? Was it easy? Uh, no, it's well, never easy yeah. going through the, the process. But um, attending the meeting and talking to other women that had the diagnosis of breast cancer and getting their perspectives on, you know, how things would go. Um, was very informational and important to have that support group, uh, just knowing that someone else like you was there and they could relate to you was a good thing. So how was your, um, like your family life during this time when you were diagnosed? Um, I was married, had a son that was in his senior year of high school. My daughter just started, um, a new elementary school. She was um, starting in fifth grade at the new school because we had moved. We had just moved in May. And so school started that August. And that was my life. Um, my mom lived in North Carolina with me. So I had her as a support system. And um, yeah, that was my life. So when you were diagnosed... Um, what type of treatments did you receive? So I had 12 rounds of chemo, um, adromycin, and um, and what was the other one? Um, I was about to say, you're good if you remember any of that, because yeah. I have no idea. So adromycin, cytoxin was my treatment um, for the 12 treatments. Uh, after the chemo, I had lumpectomy surgery on December 23rd of 2010. Then after that, I had 65 rounds of radiation, um, that started in January because I had to wait. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, four to six weeks after I had my lumpectomy to start radiation. And yeah, so chemo, radiation, after that, um, uh, tamoxifen. Then from tamoxifen, I started taking aromacin. So I have one more year of aromacin. What a lot of people don't know is that after you go through your active treatment, you still have to take some type of, or you have a choice to take some type of treatment afterwards, which is normally like a pill. Did you have any side effects from any of that? <laughs> <laughs> what didn't you have? Well, yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. There were plenty of side effects. Um, <laughs> From the tamoxifen, it's the usual um, joint pain, neuropathy from that. Um, uh, I just think from my tamoxifen, um, it caused like other problems Mm -hmm. um, and other issues that I had as far as um, side effects of or I think it actually gave me 
I can't even remember her name now. Yeah, because it's so much. Um, but it gave gave me different side effects, and from that, I was switched over to aromasin estimestane, which causes another form of joint pain. Mm-hmm. Um, your hips, your hands, everything. Yeah. It still causes neuropathy. Yeah, there's and a lot of different side effects. And I don't know, like for me, some days I feel like I'm like 80 years old. Like I feel mm-hmm. they call it your new normal. But uh, guess what? This new normal kind of sucks. You know, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be on the other side. I'm happy to be in the land of the living. But I've learned during my process that I can be grateful and sometimes annoyed at mm-hmm. the same time. Because I think when your hair grows back. Um, after you go through treatment, everybody's life goes on, which is understandable, but yeah. you are still dealing. And, you know, being so many years out, you're still on medication. Mm-hmm. You're still dealing with side effects. You still go to doctor's appointments. I go every three months. Every three months to your yeah. oncologist, right? Yeah. And um, it seems like as soon as you get some type of routine, you're going back to what? Appointments. So. Yeah. Tell me a little bit how a little bit about what you do to advocate or give back because it is Pinktober and I always joke 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 ah, joke about Pinktober. Um, but Talanya is the person that taught me that pink has power in it, like the power of pink. I'm always talking about pimping pink for the cure, but you were the first one to tell me to go and volunteer. Get out there and volunteer. And again, I met Talanya at a support group and they volunteer. They get out into the community. If it wasn't for Talanya, I wouldn't have been on the right path to see that there was another side. Because literally I came in there on my birthday with my sister and someone started singing. Right. Mm -hmm. And my sister was crying and bawling. And I I don't I think I still had the mad thing going on. (laughs) So um, they kept saying, you need to meet this lady, Talanya. And I was like, who? Talanya. And then after we met, you told me about volunteering. You told me about the, you know, you you emphasize the power of pink for me in many ways. And then we end up taking a trip together. So do you remember that first trip we took mm-hmm. <laughs> when we were pimping Pink for the care? <laughs> what was that like? Because you just really met me. Yeah. And I yeah. was so like, who, how was I when you met me? Um, quiet. Mm-hmm. Just, I think you were taking everything in of what was being given out or just everything that was being um, talked about. So... You were just trying to understand or figure it out where you were at in your, I guess, your way of going through this, this deadly disease. Yeah. Just trying to take it all in. And I mean, I'm not sure if it was a lot of you taking it in at that moment, but it was just more so just being quiet and just observing everything in the meeting. Um yeah, and the trip, <laughs> the first trip, mm. and I was still actively in treatment at that time. And I, I think it took us our first trip was a walk to Texas. What part of Texas were Houston. we in? Houston, te- Texas, with the Sister Network. This mm-hmm. is a m- amazing event, and um, I was still actively in treatment. We had to fly here, and I had lymphedema, and I had mm-hmm. other stuff going on. 
And I, I, I don't think I could even walk for a very long you time. Couldn't walk that fast. Couldn't walk that fast. Take your time and walk. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just a lot. It was three mile. Yeah. Three mile walk. Um, just, you know, some hills, some straightaways, but still anyone going through treatment, it was still going to be a, a tough time for them to, to, complete the walk or start the walk or whatever but um i think it took us over did it take us over two and a half yeah three it hours took us a minute but <laughs> yeah. people were still walking yeah we took our time we made it through mm-hmm. and we finished it mm-hmm. and that was a good thing to you we took breaks in between mm-hmm. we stopped and got water mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but we made it through we finished it we completed it we completed yeah yeah and yeah. that was the first time where I was like, I was around people who were at the beginning, the end, or in the middle. And then, plus, I had family, my cousin, um, and his family came down, and they supported us in in Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, not only did we complete the walk, but they paid for everything. They paid for our flights. They paid for our room. And they also had different seminars to go to. Yeah. So it was more than just a walk. It was It was about information. It was about um, you could pick a group to go to and you were able to room with different people to have an understanding. And I didn't do it just one time. I was able to do it twice. And the second time we came, um, I I believe I completed the walk a little bit faster. Yeah, Yeah. you finished treatment. Uh We got through it a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. But um, it was still um, inspirational, a good thing, because we saw other people that were on the same walk that we were on mm-hmm. when we first came out there, whether they had just started chemo or still going through treatment, you know, some had lost their hair, some still had the hair, some hair was growing back. It was just all different types of, of different walks that people were going through. Women were going through that we were able to look at and say, you know what? We started there. This is where we are now. Yeah. We're just going to keep walking, keep thriving, and keep supporting. So why do you continue to do what you do? Because I know um, that you have lost some friends along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you continue to volunteer, continue to support, continue to be that person? Because it's not easy. I used to call you up in the middle of the night and be like, it's, you know, what is this about? Like, I was just pissing mad at sometimes yeah. and the way you handled me that has to take a lot sometimes because you know i don't know if i'm the only one calling you or if you're going to go volunteer and help someone else how yeah. do you keep going well it's it's god it's a purpose i'm here for a purpose i'm here for a reason um I, that's all i can say is that i'm here because god wanted me to be here and wanted me to keep giving, keep empowering, keep motivating and keep doing whatever I can do to continue fighting for the ones that are not here any longer and keep remembering them. Keep just, just doing whatever you can do to keep that light still shining. Yeah. Keep that fire going for them. Because it's just not October. And I, 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 again, I understand yeah. what October is about, but October 
comes and goes. And sometimes it's difficult. Some people do not like the month of October. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. But I mean, it's not just about Pinktober or yes. October. It's about every day mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. You just keep doing it. You not only do it in October, but you do it every, every single day. day of every single month, of every single year. You mm-hmm. just keep fighting and keep going. As long as you have breath in your body, you keep supporting, keep empowering, and doing what you can do. So what is the biggest lessons that you have learned during this time that you've been going um, from the time you were diagnosed to us really sitting here living our best life in Texas. <laughs> um, what are some lessons that you've learned or something you would like to pass along? Well, that you wake up every day. Every day you wake up, it's a gift. Yes. It's a gift that mm-hmm. you have. And you just need to do whatever you can do to make that the that the best day ever, because you just never know what life has to bring to you. I mean, if it's not cancer, it's other things that are that are taking your lives from you or your last breath from you. So you wake up every day with a thankful heart, Mm -hmm. a given heart. And you just motivate the next person because you just never know if you'll see that person again. Yes if that day will be their last day on this earth or Mm -hmm. not. And you thank God every single day that you're here. When you wake up, your feet touch that ground. It's you're giving all thanks to God and you're thankful and you just do whatever you can that day to make that the best day of your life. And I must say Talanya, that you have had the ups and downs, but you will joke your way through it. You will smile about it. I was in ICU. Did you bring me a biscuit or something from your favorite biscuit place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. You know, I'm sitting there in ICU and all of a sudden, you know, I had an infection. Like, because people don't see those ups and downs and you don't want them to, you know, you always call them like, dang, she in the hospital. Oh, don't forget about the the cinnamon cinnamon roll. roll Yeah. 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 Uh, Coming and like being at my house, being there for my kids, being there for my family, being there for my husband, knowing that you still are there for other people. I wasn't there for your husband, but I was there for you. Wait a minute. He broke his leg. You remember? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So for some of y'all don't know, I have twins on. My husband broke his leg mm. seven days <laughs> after I gave birth. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. And <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll definitely discuss that on a, a, on, a le- on a later podcast. But seven days after. Now, I had set my schedule with everybody that needed to be there for my girls. <laughs> and I actually convinced my husband to go mountain biking. Because we had so much help. The love was so real. We had so much help. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh about it, but, you know, it was funny. It was funny because my husband, you know, came home and he was like, you know, I'm okay, whatever. But, you know, he was worried that, you know, we weren't going to be able to get through this. And I was like, you're the hiccup. Not not the girls, not me. We got this. 
And Talanya stayed there. Her mom was there. That's how her mom became my girl's Bobby. That is their grandmother. Um, so no, you you were there. So I wouldn't have to choke him out on some days. <laughs> you was, could agree to that. He was jealous. He wanted some attention too. So, <laughs> so like, he just okay. he just had to break his leg, I'm just right? Break my leg. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You might have breast cancer, and you yes. might have twins. But you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to break my leg. I want all the attention on me. And I don't care that you have another surgery two months later. (laughs) Who cares? Who cares about that? It's all about me. But I'm telling you guys, if you don't laugh at some of this crappy stuff (laughs) that happens to you, I remember visiting you in the hospital. Yeah, laugh at your pain. You had to laugh at your pain and the things. And and that day, and I, if I could share that day, you had had surgery, and you was like, mm, "Yeah, <laughs> I um, yeah, I I just didn't wake up. <laughs> they had to revive me like it was nothing." I was like, "Excuse me, so you telling me that they had to revive you?" And you're like, "Yeah, you know, it's nothing. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Good. I'm, I'm good. good. Like, who does that, yeah. Talanya?" No need to dwell in the past. That was the past. The past was like four hours. Yeah, <laughs> four hours ago. Yeah, let's move on from there. But that <laughs> that is the power of what you give, not just to me, but to the community, even with American Cancer Society. You're the one that got me interested in that. The last thing I wanted to do was go uh, volunteer. And um, I had just tore... My meniscus, or I had a small tear. I was yeah. walking with a cane, yeah. still recovering from treatment, still on the medication. Mm-hmm. I'm hobbling in there, mm-hmm. and I end up working for one of the most amazing women, volunteering for one of the most amazing women that Tracy? I know, Tracy Smith. <laughs> I go to American Cancer Society thinking that they have a team <laughs> of people helping Tracy. Yeah. No. Call volunteers. Call volunteers. <laughs> it is her and her volunteers, mm-hmm. which means you know you have to have a good, 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 good communication skills when you're working with people who've gone through treatment, mm-hmm. have side effects, sometimes can't remember what you just told them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But she and I volunteered, I think, for four years. I chaired the event and I started volunteering 40 hours a week. Yeah. Like it was a job. Yeah, like it was your job. Yeah. But I found out that's what I needed. Yeah. Because I had to see other people who were in the same walk that I was in. And it started out with the fashion show yeah. that I didn't even go. I wasn't even in. That was a disaster. But we won't talk about that. No comment. <laughs> no comment. But I was able to read other people's bio- bios. I was able to um, really connect And it was so amazing. And that's why I did it year after year, even after you moved year after year, because they actually she she also was someone else that taught me the power of pink. Tracy, she was like, I'm not spending any money. You guys have gone through breast cancer. They should donate. They should give back. They should fundraise. I've seen her go into a. A, a conference room and leave out of there with them writing a check to support American Cancer Society, which stays right there in the community. Yep. So it's important. It's so important to give rides, to do um, funding, grants, um, to give me a chance to volunteer and find myself. Yep. 
I was a better person because of that. I was a better mother. I was a better friend. I was a better family member. So um, thumbs up to American Cancer Society. I hope to get Tracy on this podcast because she is amazing. She is. She is. She's truly amazing. She's a force to be reckoned with. And she definitely is out there pimping pink for the cure, <laughs> which is <laughs> which very important. It's very important. Well, before we close this out, again, we are in Texas. Enjoying. Would you say you're enjoying yourself? I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> we fly out tomorrow, right? We've been mm-hmm. here for five days. Don't want to go. Yeah. 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 Um, what'd you get from this weekend here? And every weekend, because we've made this a routine to come here. We started walks here. Yeah. And now we come and we stay with my cousin and his family. Yeah. What What do you get from these, these times that we come? It's. It's awesome to just come and let your hair down and relax and just be free. Yeah. A free spirit, just free to do whatever. There's no judgment zone here. There's no nothing. Just come, have fun. Nobody cares about your boobs. Yeah, nobody cares about your boobs <laughs> uh, without makeup, <laughs> no nope. hair, or whatever. Just come and be free and be you and let go. And it's the best time ever. Like, this is my new vacation place. Yeah. Yeah. And we fly in from different parts. Yeah. And we just come on now. Yeah. And I'm in the Carolinas. I'm in Durham. And we had another person fly up. And hopefully I'll be able to get her to talk about it. But having everybody here is so amazing. And I don't know if they know how therapeutic this is for us to just be free and not care. I think they know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, our gift baskets. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they know. They know. Yeah, yeah they know. Uh, I think that's why we're welcome to come back anytime. Anytime. Yes. Yeah, with open arms. Yes. And it's, it's just a love. It's a love vacation. Yeah. They just love on us and they, they just love on us. I yeah. don't know. I can't explain it, but. Um, and our husbands, you know, and our family. Yeah. They they know that we're going to be gone for four to five days. Yeah. And we come back, I think, better people because our spirit exactly. is, is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's, and before we close this out, um, one of the things I do want to talk about with Pinktober is make sure when you're giving your money to these organizations, because everybody's going to be selling pink. Everybody's going to be pimping pink. Please make sure that you know where the money is going. Yes. That it's not going into Sally's pocket. Yes, very right? important. Very yeah. important. So if you're buying yeah. things, and I, I can only talk about the American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. I can talk about Sisters Network. I mm-hmm. can talk about the Young's, um, what's that, Survivor Coalition? YSC. YSC. Like, mm-hmm. those are places. Get Real and Heal, which I hope to have them on the podcast later. Those are the places that I know actually do something for us. And I know there's others. Yeah, there's there o- are. But please make sure when you are giving to Pinktober that you actually know where the funds are going. So, Talanya, this was my first episode with you. But there is going to be another. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. We're actually in bed. Bless your heart. <laughs> Have to get up for a flight. And I was like, can I get 30 minutes of your time? And you know what? I'm at 26 minutes and 31 seconds. 
So I did well. So because you about to conk off awesome. I did it's well. Two point two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I want to thank you again for listening to Chemo Glow. Please continue to listen. You can catch me on my Facebook, on Instagram. Yes. All those things. Listen, listen, listen. So this one will be coming out. share. Share. Share with your friends. Share. Share. Share with people that are not your friends. Yes. Yes. Even ones you don't like. Share with them, too. It's important. We want to save lives here. We want to keep giving back. So thanks again. Thank you, Talanya. And you can go to sleep now. Oh. <laughs> Good night. Night night. Sound editing is provided by Josh Masters. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the podcast in iTunes. Connect with Chemo Glow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also find more content at chemoglow.com. Mm-hmm.